into my basketball. Every time I rock, man, this is how we rap and raw. Peace to my man, now we got the camera out. Every time I spit it, cross over the all right. Hello, everyone. This is Josh, also known as Yashu. You're just tuning into episode 65 of the TOI Talks podcast. You know, you can get this like on all platforms and all that Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, much more. But, you know, I'm just going to get like started right here and all that, you know. And, you know, he's been dropping like a lot of like hits uh, like lately, like with CFWM Freestyle, FreeMP, TYLM, you know. He's been out and about. You know, we've had him on like last time too, uh, back in like July and all that. He was also like at like a lot of events too uh, at the Conway, the Machine Show, Davies, much more, and all that. With an accompanying guest, uh, by the way, too. We have uh, KG back, and we also have Young Guys in the building. So KG the Seven, Young Guys, how you guys yeah, doing? Yeah, today? what up, bro? I'm good. How you doing? Yeah, man. Oh, welcome back, man. You yeah, know, thanks like, for having me back. Yeah, I've Slip. seen you doing like things like better and better. You know, just like at these events, just grinding and all that too. And like, it's like a huge improvement as well too. And you know, it's amazing to see and all that too, you know. Appreciate so. it, bro. Yeah, you have to, yo. Gotta yeah, keep man. my head down, stay my lane, you know. Yeah, no, keep, 100% keep too. the ball rolling. Yeah, man, and with ice and all that, like we've actually met like a while back at the um, NASCAR Allo show and all that. I, I was like yeah. kind of like doing some like vlogging for a bit too, and I was you, more into like performing back then. I was performing on that show actually. Uh, yeah. True. Yeah, nah, for sure, man. And, you know, we'll definitely get it, like, into it, like, in a bit and all that, too. But, yo, to get in with uh, KG's uh, stuff uh, for a bit, too. So, you know, you've been dropping, like, a lot of stuff, man. You've dropping, you've dropped, like, CFWM Freestyle, FreeMP, TYLM, even with, like, Ice and all that, too. So what was, like, that whole, like, creative process and inspiration like? Uh, well, first, I met this guy through a networking event, and he had a different sound that I fucked with. So we started working. He told me he produced beats and shit like that. So when he sent me a bunch of samples when we first met, it kind of like enticed me to like want to change my style, get off the Detroit hype kind of thing. So CFWM, 3MP, TYLM, those are all with him. Either he mixed or produced it or he's on it. So that kind of brought a different side out with me, you know, like the first track was a different vibe. It was kind of like a party hype vibe. Yeah. And the other one was a singing. And then another track I made was like a dance song, right? So. Uh -huh. Just trying to be versatile, switch it up. Uh, sure, man. And, yeah. you know, it's, like, very interesting, to, uh, too, so far, because, like, with me listening to your stuff, and then you, like, I'm listening to, like, ISIS-like stuff, like, here and there and all that, it's, like, two contrasting sounds and all that, because, like, with ICE, it's, like, a bit of the Spanish stuff, a bit of, like, the, like, SoundCloud trap stuff, and then yours, it's, like, the whole, like, Detroit stuff. So mm -hmm. how does it, like, kind of, like, intermingle, like, together, like, just, like, with those vibes and energies and all that? Yeah, it works. I don't know. What, I, don't know I feel think? like... When we hop in the stew, we just, we're always able to find something that Yeah, hits. that like, sound for sure. Even like if we work through email and stuff, like think, I think that's how we started. Like I sent him a couple tracks and he wrote to it and then yeah, just went yeah. from there. Another sure. track you yeah. didn't mention, Step. That's, that oh, was true. one that we, oh, yeah. we have a oh, music true. video yeah. for that. Ah, oh, true. Yeah. And like, I guess like that experience, you know, working with each other and all that, was it like a very, like amazing experience? Like not even just like with the music, but with the content too and all that. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I get along with Ice. He's a cool guy. Yeah, I feel like we make good content together. We're both serious and about our craft Our voices show. sound sick together, like, any beat. Yeah. Oh, true, man. Basically. Yeah, for sure, man. And, you know, I'm just going to get into, like, ISIS story uh, for a bit, too. So, yo, where did you grow up and what was, like, the environment like for you, like, growing up in a sense? I grew up in, like, in Toronto, like, West End. Or, like, Rogers Road, I guess. Oh, true, true. Um, yeah, it was good. I didn't really get into music till I was, like older like maybe like 16 15 but uh i always had a passion for it like i always listened to music every day i had a little radio i would listen to on headphones since i was like six years old just on cds i'd go to 
I think it was Future Shop back then. Oh, true. We'd buy new CDs every Friday. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and what did they, like, had, like, at the time and all that? Sorry? What did they, what did they like, had at, like, the time? Like, Most of the music? stuff I was listening to was, like, I think I had, like, some Bones, Thugs, and Harmony. Like, a lot of Sean Paul. Oh, true. Uh, I don't even remember a lot of stuff. Like, I listened to some rock stuff, like, Mariana's Trench. Can't really remember too many others. Oh, true. Oh, for sure, all man. throwbacks. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, yo, how did you get into, like, rap and, like, making music at the time? Uh, it was in school actually. Like, uh, me and one of my friends, we uh, convinced the teacher because they had a recording studio that wasn't being used. We convinced them to reopen it, and it was only like five students. And this teacher would basically just give us the keys every day, and we'd go mess around in the studio. And from there, I gained a bigger passion, and then I went to college for it. Ah, uh, true. And in terms of like you know the influence into getting into music, like. What was that like that influence, and what made you like decided on taking it to like the next like level in that sense? Uh, I really fell in love with like sound design, I guess, like just figuring out how everything happens in a song. <coughs> oh, for yeah. sure, man. And um, in terms of your influences, like musically, like who are those, and like who would you like to like work with, like somebody that you know you want to like work with? Yeah. It's weird for me because, like, my influences change, like, every day. Like, I'll find a new song and I'll be inspired by it. You know what I mean? So, like, right now, it's probably, like, D-Baby, Rilo Rodriguez I listen to a lot. Uh, I've been getting into a lot of Gucci Mane, like, his old stuff again. Yeah, um, yeah that's pretty much it right now. Ah, uh, for sure, man. And just getting back more into, like, the whole, like, cagey stuff uh, right now, um, even, with, like, with this, like, relationship and all that, like, what were, like, some things that you've learned uh, from each other, like, when it comes to, like, your music and such like that? Yeah, no, like I was saying from the start, like, how he sings and, like, raps, he does a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. That kind of motivated me to want to do the same thing, right? Oh, true. So, like, he brings out a different side of me where I can, like, mess around but make it serious, oh, right? True. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because, you know, like, usually, like, with the music industry, too, and all that, like, there are, like, friendships, and then there are, like, friendships that kind of, like, turn sour and all that, too, and there are, like, situations where, like, you know, friendships either become, like, business relationships, or they just become, like, friendships and all that, so to, yeah. so to even, like, speak on that, how do you even, like, value, like, the importance of, like, friendships, like, in the music business, and do you feel like it's important to establish and maintain these friendships, or do you have to keep it, like, strictly, like, business and all that? No, definitely, I think... Like, live in the moment, but still think about your future and, like, how how it's going to affect you later on. You know, you got to be really be you. You can't, like, switch up on anyone no yeah. matter what the circumstances is. And that yeah. happens a lot in the music industry, especially, like, with me having bare music out. I've dropped songs with, like, a few other guys that I don't want to talk to no more. Uh, just because sure. we fell out of, like, little petty shit, right? So, it's yeah. like, yeah, man, it's just, it's hard to yeah. tell. You just There's a lot like, of people in the music industry that have no respect for yeah. other artists. Yeah, I'm not sure. And how do you, like, tend to, like, notice it, like, right away? Like, what are, like, the signs when you notice someone that's, like, only using, like, that music scapeway to kind of, like, finesse, like, artists and all that? Being greedy, you could tell yeah. when it's all about them and they never, like, want to like, put in extra effort for you. If it's, if they have ideas and it's only their ideas that go towards, like, what the main goal is, facts, then 
Yeah. It's kind of pointless, right? Yeah, I'm not for sure. And you know, I I think for me too, like what I've noticed is like there are like a, like a lot of like commentaries on like people speaking about like people like using like musical rap to kind of get famous or to be in like another like lane and all that, and like kind of like forget like music in that sense too. Like we could talk about like Post Malone like going into country or like you know like pop music and all that. You could talk about you know Blueface and Cardi B like only focusing on music to make money, and then like once they make that money, like they're not doing shit anymore with music mm-hmm. and all that too. So do you feel like even in that sense too, like those opportunities, like those ways for like opportunists, like have to be like kind of like stopped in a sense and all that? Uh, Like, what do you mean? Like in a sense where like they, they can like chill out and make money in a different way or like, you know, like just even fall off the music game. Just like, you know, like even like, because like if they see like, if they're like in a lane where, you know, I'm using this to make, like money and all that and mm-hmm. to kind of throw it like all the way and all that would you kind of like lose like respect uh, for that person we're that all sense? trying to make money out yeah, here, yeah. Well, I was gonna say like, <laughs> yeah we're all trying to make money I feel like I'd be the same way but I just gotta take it serious in the moment right yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure like, you know make music like at the end of the day like real artists like is only gonna become a legend if you have a genuine passion for this shit yeah, yeah, for you're real. not like the people who are just in it for money they're gonna make a quick buck and then in 10 years you're not gonna hear about them again yeah they're gonna get tired of making music for sure yeah no 100% you know like I feel like even in that sense too like if you do like care about the art you know you're gonna like show it in the way you craft it and all that too like I think like one example would be like you know like Tyler the creator and all that too like how he's more grounded into only asking questions about music and all that too and all this like other stuff Mm -hmm. within like the creator process and everything else too whereas with other people like they don't mind like asking like you know stuff that's like unrelated to like what's going on and all that too but it just kind of depends on like the person that's in so you know so yeah and i definitely have a passion that's all i can say on that yeah i think it was from tyler the creator heard this but it's like make the music for yourself before like for your fans because like that's how it reaches a bigger audience you make music for yourself Mm -hmm. sure And, you know, getting back on to, like, what's going on, like, right now and all that, you actually went to the Conway the Machine show and all that. So how was that experience, uh, yeah. like, going there and, like, even taking away from that experience on, like, what have you noticed? No, it was sick. It was a good hype. Uh, I can't lie. I was supposed to perform on that, and I didn't because of unfore- un- unforeseen circumstances, right? Pretty much there was a bunch of people performing, and there was no time, yada, yada. So other than that, though, I had a good time. It was sick experience in that kind of, like, style. That's like that real rap, you know, like real lyricism shit. So it was yeah. definitely sick. I took a lot of a lot from it. Yeah. And Defin- I, definitely for sure. Yeah. And what I could even like say, like with Team Real Estate too, like it's interesting how she has like that unique relationship with Griselda and all that too. Mm-hmm. Because like, you know, like the whole like Toronto Buffalo Connect, it's like amazing to see and all that with artists like tapping in and all that uh, too. So um, how was it like even like, just like meeting people from that experience, you know, like a Conway, like a Jay Skis, like uh, yeah. Goose by the Way, and all that. It was lit, yo. Shout out to Drumworks. Shout out to uh, who else? Griselda, you already know. Shout out Team Two Four Seven. Yeah, shout out Team Two Four Seven. Facts. Now nah, they're lit, man. The, the their energy is definitely like like genuine. Yeah. I would say they're not trying to be cool or thugged out. Oh, true. Like they have respect for whoever it is, big or small, you know. Oh, true. So now nah, those guys show me love for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And did you also go to the JV show as well too? No, no, I didn't. Uh, no. Yeah, I know like, that one. I know like YBA performed. I know there was like a lot of other people that lit. performed too. Yeah. I heard, I heard yeah. enough about it. Yeah. yeah. I was working still. Ah, true. Yeah. I know what you mean, man. And 
you know, you've been doing like a lot of like content lately too. Like you have like the whole like 30 days, like in the live series and all that you're like vlogging around like these like different places and all that. So tell me more about that and what made you decide on like doing like vlogging and all that. I had fun doing that. I can't lie. It was tiring, especially because I work every day and like right after work, I would come up with an idea right off the spot. Boom, do it. A lot of them were fillers, but it was definitely fun. It brought out a different side of me, like being able to talk to the camera and look at the camera and like people really see who I am, what I do yeah. on a regular day basis, you know? Nah, for sure. Man. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, I was like watching like some of the clips too. And like, I think you went to like Chick-fil-A, like with your girlfriend yeah. and all that too. So it was like, it was like kind of interesting to see like the commentary, like more about the food and all that. And like, even like, you know, you going to clubs and all that, you doing your thing. It's like very interesting too, because you know, vlogging, like I feel like it is very important to kind of showcase that side of a artist or like that side of a person to know like what the day in the life is and all that too. And I don't know if you guys like hold it to like a high priority to kind of do it every other day too, or should there be like a balance? I think it's very important. Yeah. No, I honestly want to start doing it like anytime I have an event. Cause like, it's really a good way to show people like, even if they're in the same boat, like they want to like learn like what to do before a show or whatever. Like there's little tips yeah. you can learn from each other. Yeah. So it's definitely a good vibe. Like, See how other people interact with the audience, with people you see that come up to you, even chilling with your friends, you know? That brings out a different side than anybody, no matter what. So definitely a good experience. Not for sure. And are you trying to do like more like food type vlogs or just like more like going out like in the day in life uh, process? Both. A lot of people don't like go out to eat a lot. So there's bare food places. We know that in the city that are random names. So if I go there, and I make a video about it, people are going to want to know for sure. Not true. So I think both is very important. Even yeah. going out to a club, they can really see the effect you have on a crowd or let's say yeah. people around you at the party, you know? Yeah, not for sure. Either like, are you cool? Are you there to have a good time? Yeah. Or you're just like some weirdo yeah. in the fucking corner, right? <laughs> yeah, not for so, sure. Yeah. I think uh, for me, like I was... important. Yeah, no. I, like I've done like more of like the TY like vlogs and all that since too. And then, you know, on TLY food life and all that too. And I realized too, like, you know, for me, it's just like kind of finding like the right time to kind of balance everything out too and all that. Like when I do like the TY like food life stuff and all that too, like it is like very interesting to see like a contrast with the content and to interact with people and all that too. And yo, I think we're going to do some stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm about it. Yeah, man. I was going to say that. I'm about it. Let's do a food review for sure. Yeah. Man. Uh, true. Good, if there's like a restaurant that we have to like kind of like uh, review and all that, like which one uh, would you select that we haven't like reviewed yet? Fuck, you put me on the spot right now. Uh, I don't even know, man. There's there's a lot of them because I'm a picky eater too, you know? So we'd have to like yeah. talk about it later on like when I'm not on <laughs> yeah. the spot because yeah. like, there's, a, there's a good amount. Like you could just yeah. like name five yeah. off the bat. Like Jolly Bee's one. Yeah. Like, I've had it before, but not a real experience. Like, I just had a piece of chicken. Uh, you know, that pasta uh, from there looks so gross. I just see pictures, yeah. and that shit looks so gross. But you never know. People say <laughs> it's good. So. Yeah. yeah, I know for me, like, I've did, like, some places I've done Shelby. So the first one I've done, Kamali, Canela, like, on the second one. I think a third one. I was doing it with, like, another guy, too, uh, Dutchie. Like, shout out to him, by the way, and all that. Uh, four, fourth one, we did, like, some Tibetan spot. And then the fifth one was, like, a burger spot, like, in Scarborough and all that. I don't know if you know, like, uh, Mini Mo's, like, burgers and all that. I heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they actually have, like, some good, like, burgers, uh, by the way, too. And, um, yeah, shout out to, like, Mary for that. You could, like, actually, like, stream it, like, on the YouTube channel and all that, too. But, yes, yeah, please. I have to, like, find something that might be different from what I've done before and all that, too. So Yo, you said to buy Tropical Joe's. Yeah. Gerard Square. There's one by my house too. Yeah, we, we should do that. Yeah, nah, sure, man. Fire. <laughs> nah, I'm trying to, you know. Yeah. yeah, man, and 
you know, to even like get back into like the music stuff uh, right now, like what qualities do you look for, like in a producer and engineer, like when it comes to working with you, like with music and all that? Uh, time efficiency. Uh, if they help you put in ideas and stuff, like you were saying earlier, then it shows they really care about where you're both going and, and the overall goal, right? So definitely that. Those are the first main two I could think of for oh, sure. And I don't know if there's like, you know, like studio rules that you guys kind of have and all that too, like, you know, like weed or licks or like the shorties and all that type of stuff too. You run the studio, so I'll get him to answer that one. I don't really Not really care. any rules. It's like, it's up to the artist, but like the yeah. sessions usually go better if it's just one-on-one and not a lot of people around like exactly there's a lot of people in the studio usually it's kind of hard to focus on one thing there's people talking in the back while you're trying to mix a song yeah Yeah. i was gonna say that i like working with them by myself usually true and how's it like you know like kind of like owning like a studio by the way and all that it's good yeah learned a lot it's been like three years now i just moved locations yeah true and how, what were, like, some, like, interesting, like, studio, like, experiences that you've, like, kind of, like, noticed, like, from working with, like, these artists and, like, all that type of stuff? Uh, like, you were talking about, like, he was saying putting input into the tracks and, like, helping them out. That I really like doing. But there's some artists in the city that are just, like, stubborn and you can't help them. Like, if you put any input, they get offended by it. So kind of had to learn to... Figure out which artists to help, which artists yeah. just to sit back mm-hmm. and do my thing. And would it be like mainly like rappers or R and B singers or like pop artists? Almost or? always rappers. Yeah, oh, true. <laughs> yeah, because like I like the way like you engineer like an R and an R and B singer or like a Punjabi artist would be like very different from like working with a rapper or working with like a band and all that too it just kind of depends on the mood and energy and all that you know. I just so. think most like other genres outside of hip hop are more open to having other people on the record like you'll see pop songs with like a hundred people credited on that song and some of those people were just in the room like throwing out ideas oh true (laughs) nah sure man and you know to get back into you uh, right now um what was like the inspiration and creative process for like a lot of your tracks like i was like listening to go like a while back but you also had like get it like lonely like this in the noise move faster never stop honesty second guessing can't help this and like a lot more so if you were to like say it for a majority or like for certain tracks what was like the whole like inspiration and creative process like uh, to sum it up like most of my tracks i try to go for like some sort of like inspirational type rap like that's my thing like i want to leave a message i guess uh, like have fun yeah. like have fun i just with try and have shit. fun with it and like yeah uh, i don't know oh true sorry but do you have like a general like creative process uh, when making music well, right now, I just mostly freestyle. Uh, I used to write a lot. So, like, sometimes I'll write random verses throughout the day and then just, like, put songs together through freestyling and stuff. But when I'm making beats, generally, I start with, like, making a melody, like, the full melody, like, two, three minutes, and then I'll do the drums and uh, send it out to some artists. See who's down to hop on it. Yeah, when you own a studio, it's definitely the best time to freestyle because you got all the time in your hands yeah. to, like, fuck around, you know? Yeah, He's not sure. paying for time. He's mixing himself. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's just like the process on who you want to work with, like, creatively versus, like, who would you have to kind of, like, establish, like, a relationship just, like, you know, business-wise and all that, too. So, yeah, it just all depends, you know? Yeah, yeah. very important. Yeah, for sure, man. And, um... Yo, like, you said, like, you were, like, from Rogers Road and all that, so, like, in terms of, like, the artists, 
is it like a big scene around there, like in that area, or would you say like you're like the only artist like from there, like nonsense? Rappers, I mean, in Toronto, there's rappers like everywhere. everywhere. Every street you go on, there's gonna be a couple rappers. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like a lot of the rappers that I work with right now are people who don't really drop music like that, but they have some of the best music I've ever heard. Oh, true. Yeah. Because I know with like VO and all that, they have like Sheffy, Heartless G, and all that. Um, they have who else? Um, what was I thinking of uh, right now? Yeah, but, like Sheffy, Heartless uh, G, um, Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, I'm talking about like uh, Vaughn and Oakwood. So oh. because like Rogers Road is like sort of like around those ends and all that too. And then you have Egg West, which is like Bizlog, Sticky, like yeah. Green and all oh, that okay, too, okay. and all that. So yeah, I know some of the rappers from Egg West. Ah, oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, nah, for sure, man. And, you know, you actually um, opened up for uh, NASCAR Allo, by the way, too. Like, we talked about it, like, briefly and all that. So how did that come about, and how was it, like, you know, like, opening up for him and even with the affiliation with, like, Social Outcasts? Uh, yeah, that came together through so- so- Social Outcasts. Uh, I've known Samuel from Social Outcasts for a bit and came together through him. He offered me a spot, and I took it. That's pretty much it, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I think I had to sell some tickets for that show, but yeah. And how's it like, you know, like even like performing at the show and all that, and like even being like close to like NASCAR Allo? Because, you know, when we were like in that same room, like in that crowded room, it was like a shitload of artists. I mean, Allo was there, like who else? Like uh, Toxic. Um, Not gonna lie, like I, all those artists like that were there opening, I really fuck with. But the main acts, I, I didn't really. That wasn't really my thing. Like, I've never heard of NASCAR Allo before that day. And, bro, he was a weird guy. <laughs> yeah, like, I remembered, like, the first, because, like, I actually did, like, a... He, he told some kid in the crowd to, like, smoke crack or something. Like, smoke crack, like, save lives or some <laughs> shit like that. He you. said some wild shit. It's on TikTok. It yeah. went viral. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's kind of crazy, too, because <laughs> I know, like, the last time he came, because, like, the last time he came to Canada was, like, I think 2020, and... This is, like, when he was, like, with, like, a backed-up, like, promoter for that show and all that. And so what happened, I'll give you, like, the backstory. I was, like, there to, like, take photos. But, like, before, like I said, like, he was, like, already, like, in the venue, like, hanging out with, like, all the artists and all that, too. So what happened was is that, um you know, he formed, like, a little, like, circle and all that. And, like, there was, like, a fan that, you know, wanted to, like, try to, like, get, like, his attention and all that, too. So... And Oscar said, yo, I'm going to, like, hit you and all that, do-do-do-do-do, just to see, like, how that energy is and all that, too, just to kind of get, like, some lit vibes. So everyone, like, backed in a circle and all that, like, people were recording and all that. And then, like, when that moment hit, like, it was, like, like, kind of hit that guy and all that, too. And, like, the venue security, like, all came by and all that. And this is, like, a legit, like, venue in Toronto and all that, too. Like, if you know, you know. And they said, hey, you can't really do that. I know you're just trying to do, like, shits and giggles. But if you have to do that, then, you know, you're going to have to, like, leave and all that, you know. And then um, I think when he did perform, uh, it was already okay. But he was trying to do the most, like, like fighting people for fun and all that. And because I think it wasn't like intentional. It was just like for fun and all that too. And then, you know, he was like kind of like playing with the speakers, like getting like half naked and all that too. So it's like a lot of good. I think a lot of the promoters in Toronto really need to like look in and do more work on their shows, like put together an actual list of artists that go together. These, these promoters will just toss anybody on a show together and think it's going to go good. Yeah. Like doesn't make any sense. Uh, True. And you've performed at like other you've performed at like other events and all that too, right? Yeah. 
So what was like kind of like the whole like worst like show that you might have like performed at or like a show that, you know, it was like kind of like not how you expected? No, no, that one was pretty bad. The NASCAR Allo one. Uh-huh. But it was just because like there was no planning. The, the VIP guests were standing in the backstage where the opening artists were just waiting for the artists to come off stage and there was no space for anybody. I think, you know, yeah. I, like from what I read with that ticket at that time too, because I think um, they just mentioned that, you know, like if you do get VIP, you get to come backstage and all that too. Like that's what happened with me. I paid VIP and it was a good experience too. I think like that was like the setup too, but I think for future oh, shows. No, it was a good experience. It was just a little bit of a mess. And I think everybody who was on that show could agree. It could have been planned out a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. To a lot of them still, I can vouch for that. Oh, true. I've been at bare unrecognized shows. Too many, man. <laughs> yeah, which one would you like even like say? Uh, Like my worst show? Uh, Yeah, like kind of like a show that you've regret like performing. Well, like I never regret because it's always practice no matter oh, what. So, but like I'd say like when I perform in Oshawa and shit, I'm not really a fan of those. It's dead. No one goes out there, you know? Oh, true. But like I said, it's good practice. So. And oh. it's exposure too. Exactly. Yeah, not for sure, man. And, you know, just, uh, you know, I, I always, like, say this for people who want to, like, tap in with your music. So, for you, Ice, like, what free songs would, would you recommend for people to tap in with and all that? Uh, I'd say my newest song, Summertime Modness. Uh, Banger. Tell me, Tell me You Love Me with KG. Banger, too. And hmm, check out Get It. That's featuring oh, a couple of my friends back from college oh, that was my first song to ever hit 50k oh, true. i think steps pretty far too like yeah, being biased because i'm on that song but oh, you went off on his yeah, go check out the video for that too yeah yeah, yeah. so nah, I'm shout out to logan yeah man okay. nah, i'm sent too and you know to uh, kind of get back into this whole like general discussion for a bit too like nowadays too like the most popular thing right now is like the whole like dissing the dead type stuff and all that too <laughs> like how do you guys like even feel about that right now that's why I like working with him off the bat because he's not a rapper like that, you know? Yeah. Like you said, he has like meaningful meaningful shit that you can like have fun with and listen to later on and relate to it and it leaves a message, right? Not true. That this in the, the the dead, that definitely leaves a message, but not the right one, you know? Especially for the younger generation listening to your music. Then you're gonna have these little yeah. kids blurting out words that you're saying. I feel like it's just bad karma too when you yeah, put that energy out there. Not true. Because I know, like, nowadays, too, like, even, like, brands are, like, kind of promoting it right now. Um, with Fortnite, they're doing the whole, like, naughty bopping, like, situation, too. Like, as, like, an emote for, like, their, like, characters who want to, like, dance or do, like, an emote. Um, like, I know, like, we've talked about the whole, like, Tuka stuff and all that, too. Mm-hmm. So, who do we, like, even, like, put the blame on in that sense, too? Like, the artists, the fans, the companies, all the, like, the environment. Like, who knows? It starts with the artists, obviously. Like, the, the person who relays the message first off the bat. Leaves a domino effect, right? So definitely so the artists. I feel like it's also sometimes like these bigger artists, it's the labels too, because yeah. once these artists are signed, they're signed for the reason that their music is like violent and dissing people and it's going viral, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then they're kind of like forced to feed back into that shit to keep those numbers up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's big facts. Yeah, and I, I think it also, like, depends, too, because there is, like, a whole, like, black ball thing that does happen, like, with certain, like, people who are not popular, like, you know, like, certain ops and stuff like that. 
So they kind of get blackballed from like labels and all that uh, being signed and all that too. Like mm-hmm. if they favor like this artist and all that too. So, but like if they do have like a viral song, like I, I know FBG Doug had like the whole like side thing too, and he signed with like Sony and all that too. So, but in any any other cases, if like Sony ever did notice or if they were to be backed by like Dirk and all that type of stuff too, you know, it could also play an effect in like other people who are affected because they want to like get out too. Like they want to be famous as well, you know? Yeah, it comes with maturity. Like that that kind of stuff is like, I'm not saying it's immature, but like to a certain extent, you know, you got to be better than that. Like Lil Dirk's a perfect example. Yeah. Pure distant ops in the past. And then look at look now, he's bigger than Chief Keef, obviously. But like, you know, he's not dissing no one. He's trying to like better himself, yeah. especially after his relationship problems and all that. Yeah. So it definitely comes with growth for sure. Yeah, not for like sure. Like finding man. yourself, who you really are. Yeah, not 100% too, man. And he has and kids, right? Yeah. So. Not for sure, you know. And I know like uh, nowadays too, like 2023 is like closing <laughs> off into like an interesting uh, year right now with the whole like KVD being arrested and, you know, also like with Diddy being accused of like a lot of stuff and all that too. So how do you guys like even react to it? I was just re- researching that the other day. I don't know. I never really clued into it being something so serious, even though it's 30 years yeah. like, down the line, right? Yeah. But like, no, I just heard a lot of funny shit with 50 Cent getting that P. Diddy and yeah. all that. And then yeah. P. Diddy's sending out hush money and yeah, all this. Exactly. I've seen some shit. wild shit about Diddy pulling up Kid Cudi's <laughs> car because of like some yeah. girl back in 2012. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I think someone's out to get him still because yeah. they, they, someone brought up an accusation of him raping and accessory assaulting. Yeah. He's, He's got like five rape shit. charges right now. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Not exactly. So. I know of the whole like KVD Some stuff. Like Illuminati I remember, uh, like I remembered, um, they actually found like I think, like shell casings or like bullet like casings like in his home and all that too. Like when they first did the like investigation, and all that too, and like they were wondering like why was this like found? And these were like from the same ones at the shooting in, La- in like Las Vegas and all that too. So, you know, people are like kind of like stirring up the idea of like these interviews and all this other stuff that KVD is like doing the whole book and all that too because they're even saying it's pinned to two box like murder and all that and. Now, I think they're even, like, doing it with, like, Diddy nowadays, too, with, like, the other people, like, they're speaking with, like, Mark Curry and, like, Aaron Hall and all that, so. Mm, is he not in jail? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, uh, or he did serve <coughs> a good amount of time, right? Yeah, I mean, KVD, um, because he was in jail, like, a while back, too, and then I think they let him out, and then he might have said something about being, like, confessing to uh, Tupac, mur- Tupac murder, and then, you know, he was, like, still alive at that time, too. Like, he did the interview with Vlad in, like, 2019, I think, and then... I think, you know, he was, like, speaking with, like, a lot of people, too, and then that's when, like, people were doing the research. This guy might have been someone involved in, like, two box murder and all that, too. True, so true. they're, like, figuring out, like, all that interv- evidence from, like, interviews, the shell casings, the song, because they had to do, like, a search one for that as well, too, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then. Yeah, look that up more. Yeah, I haven't really heard too much on that situation. Yeah, but, like, I think even with the Diddy situation, too, because it has been, like, nothing new and all that, there were, like, a lot of things that he was, like, linked with, like, the whole, like, Biggie murder, Tupac murder, um, well, freaking, um, mm. like, the whole, like, label situation, because, like, there's, like, a lot of people from his, like, old label saying, you know, he stole money from them, or he shorted, like, money and all that, too, so. Yeah, he has to lawyer up, 50 cents right, lawyer up, because, like, even real, like, true or not, you never know unless you have a good-ass lawyer. Yeah, Sell so. revolt to 50. <laughs> dead facts. Nah, 100% too, and... You know, it's crazy. Um, I was actually watching the bowling thing, uh, by the way, too. Like, that's when I started to oh, kind of... Yeah, the one with Spitty yeah. and all that. So how was that experience like? That was cool. Yeah. 
uh, it was random. Spitty posted like a story saying he needed like 11 artists for a video idea. That was my first like YouTube video type thing that I was in. Yeah. Oh, true. And, and how was that experience like you know like even like bowling and like being these like other artists like well too and all that it was good i i won the the bowling match oh, or the tournament so oh, it was great i'm just into man yeah i mean shout out to spitty by the way too we'll definitely like kind of preview that later on and all that and you know to kind of close off uh, right now i mean you have a birthday show coming up and then you're also dropping some other stuff uh right now so yeah Tell me more about that, man. Yeah, next Friday, December 15th. I don't know if this video will be up by then, but make sure you guys pull up. It's going to be a movie. I got performances going down. I got YBA, Zentry, Bugs, a bunch of my people. So you already know. Should be a good time. And yeah. music I'm dropping. I don't think I'm dropping anything else to finish the year off. Oh, true. But I have, a, I have like a couple EPs that oh, I already true. have done. He's, he's on one of the songs. So mm-hmm. I should be dropping them like early, like February. Oh, true. Yeah, I got a bunch of features that, that I'm yeah. trying to work on instead of dropping, like, solos. Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. And how's the status with you and, like, RJ and all that? Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, I just got beats off him the other day. It's a part of the tape, right? So, definitely got to keep that relationship close. Oh, I should sure. be able to have the chance to open up for Baby Tron when he comes to the city. Oh, true. So, yeah, stay tuned. Big oh, plans. Sure, and I guess for you, it's just, like, more music and all that, right? Yeah, I got a song dropping on December 15th, actually. Yeah, yeah, with his bro alone. Way long. Oh, sure. yeah. And I guess you guys are doing, like, a dual performance on that day, or, like, what's that process like? Uh, I'm going to pull up. I don't know if I'm performing, but uh, I'll be there. Oh, uh, true. And do you guys have any, like, closing remarks uh, you'd like to say for a bit, too? Shout out to you guys for having me back for part two. You yeah, know, man. it's lit. It's a good vibe here. I love it. I love the energy. You guys are sick. Yeah, bro. Shout out to my boy right here. He's doing big things. Make shout sure you tap to, in. Yeah, shout out to KG for bringing yeah. me on. Yeah, shout out to you for having me on. And yeah. hit up Icebox Studios if you need studio time. Yeah. Tap in, yo. Tap uh, in. Sure. And yo, Ice, KG, you know. KG, thank you for coming back, man. Yeah, Ice, know, it was fam. a pleasure, like, tapping in and all that. Yeah. And we'll definitely have, like, the new music on, like, all the playlists and all that, too. And yo, this is Josh, also known as Yashu, episode 65 of TOI Talks. You can get it anywhere and all that. Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, much Tune more. In. YouTube. Like, I've said this, like, before, like, many, many times and all that, too. And, yo, you could also, like, tap, tap tap in with, like, the playlist as well, too. Like, it's always streaming and everything else, too, and all that. And, yeah, man. I mean, I'm going to have some more stuff uh, coming on. So, like, kind of stay tuned uh, for that. But, yo, this is Josh, also known as Yashu, with KG the Sav and Young Guys on TLY Talks, signing off. Yeah.